0: It's good to be back on Search the Scriptures today. We appreciate our listeners so much tuning in to this program, and we know that many of you do so on a regular basis, some of you close to daily, and that is such an encouragement to us. But we appreciate you and we're encouraged whether you listen every day or as often as you can, just every once in a while, or if you're listening for the first time. You are an encouragement to us, and we pray that Search the Scriptures will serve to be an encouragement to you. We're not trying to just make you feel good on this program. This is a true examination of Scripture. We want to study God's Word with you and help you see the truths that are there for you. All the positives, the promises, the blessings, the hopes, the encouragements, along with all of those warnings and corrections and sometimes rebukes. But you see, they all go together because they're all there in God's word by his design to guide us to the best life that humanity can possibly live. We hope that you're coming to see that. We'd love to send you a copy of this program for free on CD. All you have to do is contact us and ask us for it We'll even take care of the postage. And we want to remind you about our, our, our website at www.churchofchrist.com. All you need to do is go there. It's a free site. You can listen to these programs over and over again. You can go back into the archives for many months and listen to programs that you might have missed. You can also find a long, long listing of sermons on audio that you can pull up and listen to, and they cover such a wide variety of topics right from God's Word. We hope that you'll take advantage of that. Again, it's all free. Good to be here today to keep studying from God's Word along with my good friend and my brother in Christ, Dennis Stackhouse.
1: Well, thank you, Gary. I am delighted to be with you today on this program. It's always a joy for me to come in and spend time together in God's Word with you with Dwayne Kennedy when he's available to be with us, and to share those truths with our listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today, we're glad you're here. And you know, Gary, as you you talked about our website, I'm reminded of a couple of things, and one is how inept I am personally when it comes to computer-related issues. I did not grow up with computers Uh, when I was in school. I I think it was the time we were still kind of scrolling on stone tablets.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) I at least had the advantage of the quill pen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but computers just, uh, they weren't part of the system when I was going through school. And I know for uh, people younger than I and probably younger than yourself, that's changed a lot. Uh, Kids have advantages that we never even dreamed of when we were going through school and getting our education. But, you know, even though I don't understand a lot of it, and even though when people start talking about iPads and smartphones and all kinds of things, I have no clue what they're talking about. I understand that this technology does work. And we can take advantage of it in getting God's word to more people. And that is such a blessing that we need to be thankful for. You know, when you talk about all that's available on our website, our listeners should understand that's available anywhere in the country. And beyond that, it's available anywhere in the world. And that is just astounding to consider. Someone halfway around the world from us with computer and Internet access can look at these programs, or look at this website, or read an article, or request a Bible study. It's truly fantastic and a magnificent blessing from God. We should always be thankful to Him for this.
0: Amen. And that's one of the ways that we can get the word out on a more far-reaching basis. Yes, it is. Dennis, we're going to come right back into our study on a life worth living Yes, And we've talked about how God has created us in His image Mm -hmm. in a very special way. Mm -hmm. And that puts us in a special relationship with Him.
1: It really does.
0: Yes. He cares about us and He cares for us. Mm -hmm. And He is there for us if we will turn to Him.
1: Yes. His presence is always there. If we walk with God, He will always walk with us.
0: And you made the point in our last program how... We can overcome the devil Mm -hmm. with God's help. Yes. And basic to that is we draw near to God.
1: That's exactly right. You know, James talks about that in James 4, verses 7 and 8. And in the seventh verse, he tells his readers to resist the devil. And if they do that, he will flee from them. And then he goes on in that next verse, and he tells them how we can resist the devil. And that is... If we draw near to God, he in turn will draw near to us.
0: So God is there for us Mm -hmm. if we will turn to him. Exactly. And he will always be with us as long as we never turn away from him. That's right. The key is we've got to walk with him. We do. And that on a consistent basis.
1: Absolutely.
0: Now, also, we need to recognize where we are in life. Mm -hmm. And that is, we're human beings. Yes. In fleshly bodies, Mm -hmm. subject to all kinds of temptation thrown at us Mm -hmm. by our most mortal enemy of all, and that is the devil himself.
1: Yes. And uh, boy, I know I've heard you say it several times on the program, Gary, and it's so true. There's nothing nice about the devil.
0: He's not friendly. He's not cute. He's not cuddly. No. He doesn't like us even a little bit. No. He is about our destruction. Absolutely. And we need to make sure that we recognize that and realize that our only effective means for resisting him and overcoming him is through a right relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. with God, and, mm-hmm. of course, only with God through Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Paul commented on that, uh, I believe, in a way that applies here, Gary, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. If you go up and read the verses just previous to that, he's talking about how he has learned to be content in whatever state he finds himself, whether he's abased or whether he's experiencing abundance. Uh, He's saying, hey, I know how to get along with the little, or I know how to get along with a lot. But then in chapter 4, verse 13, he gives us the reason for that. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens
0: me. And that's the key. It's the key. We could see that as the formula, so to speak. It really is. Now, we were talking about in our last couple of programs about athletes. Mm-hmm. honing their skills, their craft, mm-hmm. and we talked about how they can only do that effectively and lastingly as they practice 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 mm-hmm.
1: their training regimen they can't go backwards in it they always have to be going forward
0: i recently talked to a fella who had played middle linebacker on his high school football team mm-hmm. and i said you know how did you how did you learn to play that position and he said, you know, they just threw me in there. I didn't know how to play middle linebacker. <laughs> and I said, how did you learn the plays? And I made the point. I said, you ran those plays over and over and over again, didn't you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He said, yeah. Said, After a while, then, you, you knew how to run those plays. Mm-hmm. He said, yes, that's right. Yeah. Now, that's, that's how it is with anybody in any sport. Mm-hmm. It's also how it is, basically, in any endeavor in life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You... See it done, it's demonstrated, you learn how to do it, and then you start applying yourself, and you do it over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. and you get better and better at it as you go. That's right. We we should get better and better at living our lives in resistance of the devil Mm -hmm. and in living our lives in harmony with God's will Mm -hmm. as we go along through life.
1: Certainly that's God's design for those who have a purpose of following him.
0: But it's not going to happen by accident, is it? Oh, no. no Again, no. it's got to be purposeful. Mm-hmm. Like that athlete. Yes. That basketball player who goes out and shoots 500 baskets every day mm-hmm. in practice. Mm-hmm. That golfer who, who goes out and he hits maybe 500 golf balls every day. That pitcher who goes out and throws countless pitches getting ready to get into a game. yes. You know, those fielders who go out and field ground balls relentlessly Mm -hmm. trying to develop their skills, Mm -hmm. and you could go on and on. Absolutely. We need to put ourselves, apply ourselves to getting stronger and stronger Mm -hmm. and more effective as Christians. Yes. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, what do we read there?
1: But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him.
0: God will reward us as we demonstrate our faith in him to him. Right. That's part of it, at least part of what the Hebrews writer is saying there.
1: Yes, it is.
0: And we need to pay attention to that.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it's key that we not miss the word in that particular verse. Diligently.
0: That's not haphazard.
1: It's not. We need to diligently. It's not accidental either. It's not accidental. (laughs) Not at all. You know, when when we think about that diligence, you're right. Faith is part of that. Uh, Getting into God's word and studying that, as we've mentioned so many times on the program. Spending the proper amount of time in prayer preparing ourselves spiritually for the trials and the temptations we will ultimately face.
0: And we have to, we have to be focused mm-hmm. as we do that.
1: Absolutely.
0: As we said, it's not haphazard. Mm-hmm. It's not accidental. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just happen to us. Mm-hmm. We have to think about and we have to pl- apply ourselves actively to living that life of faithfulness before god
1: yeah and i I think that's really important gary that you hit upon the idea of being focused you know you can think about uh, going back to something we've mentioned previously someone who wants to excel as a golfer you know there's a couple of ways you can approach that you can go out to the driving range and get a bucket of balls and just start swinging haphazardly and don't care about what happens. You're not going to improve like that. If you go out to the driving range and you get a bucket of balls and you take out a particular club and you hit a ball and you say well that that didn't go exactly where I wanted it to. I'm going to make a little adjustment here and see what happens. And then you hit another ball with that same club. Well that that didn't exactly go to the target the way I intended either. I'm going to make another adjustment. And you keep honing that and honing that with focus and with purpose each time you go out and hit those balls on the driving range. And that's what ultimately is going to allow you to improve as a golfer.
0: Or improve in life if you just keep focusing on doing it well.
1: Or as a Christian
0: or as a Christian. And ultimately, that's our goal. Right. You know, I used to, when I was a kid, I, I participated in all kinds of sports and enjoyed almost all of them. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed bowling, mm-hmm. but I never felt like I got very good at bowling. And I always blamed that on I didn't have enough money mm. to practice. Yes. I I could go out and I'd, I'd get together enough money to bowl three games at mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was about it. And I was, you know, that that pretty well shot my money for bowling. <laughs> yeah. And I'd have to wait until maybe the next month or something. And I'd have could scrape together that much. And at that time, you could probably bowl for somewhere, you know, 35 to 75 cents, a you know, a lane. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, a little bit, maybe a quarter or so for your shoes to rent them. Mm-hmm. But even at that seemingly, little bit of money, I just didn't have that much money. Sure. And so I couldn't practice. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd get out there and I'd really enjoy bowling, Mm -hmm. but I'd still throw gutter balls. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the way it is in life. If you don't focus, if you don't apply yourself relentlessly, you're going to have a lot of gutter balls in your life.
1: Unfortunately,
0: you will. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And how about reading verse 7?
1: Paul speaking said, lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure.
0: A thorn in the flesh. We can understand that as some kind of difficulty, can't we?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: A some kind of difficulty that went along with his humanity. Mm-hmm. We normally think that it was probably an illness, a physical deformity, or handicap of some kind, some kind of impediment physically that uh, you know was was a negative in his life. Mm-hmm. It was sufficient that he prayed to the Lord about it three times. It says. Yes, he did. And every single time, the Lord said no.
1: <laughs> yes, he did.
0: And Paul, actually, he developed a great attitude yes. with that response, didn't he?
1: He really did. And we read about that in the ninth verse of this twelfth chapter of Second Corinthians. And he said to me, speaking about God, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me."
0: Wow, boasted his infirmities. Mm -hmm. What we would look at as complaints.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: this is what I got to complain about. Yeah. I've got bow legs, or I've got too many freckles, or Mm -hmm. I lost my hair when I was 17 years old, Mm -hmm. or I've got a nose that sticks out way too far. or. Ears that are like jug handles, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever it might be. Yes. We look at those, we say, oh, my, that uh, woe is me. Mm-hmm. And Paul said, well, I prayed about it. Mm-hmm. I prayed about it three times. The Lord said, no, mm-hmm. I'm going to demonstrate how I can use you in your weakness. Mm-hmm. I can I can use you in strong, powerful ways. And Paul rejoiced at that.
1: Yes, he did. You know, and it's amazing... Uh, when we think about that gary and and go back to the time of Paul's conversion to Christianity, uh, we're told that God actually saw him as a chosen instrument, as some versions will render that, yes, a chosen instrument, you know, so certainly that was something that Paul came to realize in his life, you know. He prayed about this infirmity, whatever it was, and we don't know exactly what it was, of course. God said, no, my grace is sufficient for you. Weakness is going to be perfected in my strength. Amazing to think about that.
0: It really is. And how many times do people, you look at some individuals, do you think, wow, they have really got it all. Mm-hmm whatever area you're looking at, maybe they are the brainiest people you've ever seen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, academic learning is a piece of cake for them. It's a cake walk. Mm-hmm. And they, they can just pick it up, almost seems like they can just be in the room where something is being taught and it just, they absorb it through the pores of their skin. They don't even have to think about it much. They don't even have to, you know, concentrate much, it seems. It just comes to them naturally. Mm-hmm. Or maybe in terms of good looks, (laughs) they were born with the perfect body, it seems. Mm -hmm. Or maybe with a skill in some particular profession or a sport, Mm -hmm. they can just do it naturally. Yes. Without even seeming to have to try much. They just pick it up. And how many times have we seen people in those kinds of scenarios who wasted it all?
1: Far too often.
0: And... And they didn't take advantage of their Mm -hmm. abilities, and they just threw them away. Mm -hmm. And so Paul says, I had this problem. Mm -hmm. I prayed about it. The Lord said, no, I'm going to use you in a strong way in the face of your weakness. Mm -hmm. Paul said, I'm happy about that. Yes, he did. God can use us even in our weaknesses to bring about good positive results. Yes, he can. If we'll let him. That's right. If we'll maintain the right attitude. Mm -hmm. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, you talked about how Paul spoke from experience, didn't he?
1: He really did.
0: About learning to be content. Yes. In whatever state he was living in.
1: Mm -hmm. In verses 11 and 12 there of chapter 4, he said, Not that I speak in regard to need... For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need.
0: A matter of attitude.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think it's important for us to catch this as well in there, Gary, the, the fact that Paul said he learned to be content And I believe that should be an encouragement for all of us that we, too, can learn how to be content in our state.
0: And we need to learn.
1: We'll be much happier. We'll be much more productive if we can learn that contentment.
0: You know, I remember listening to a lady many years ago talk about how she and her family were moving to a new state for them. Mm -hmm. They had a nice house. Where they were living and her husband and and she you know was supporting him in this i believe wholeheartedly at least from her perspective he wanted to go into the ministry so he he went ahead and moved on and uh started school and she was apparently really attached to their house mm-hmm. where they had lived it was up for sale and uh, They had an offer fairly quickly, I believe. It was a little bit less than they thought it was worth. They turned down the offer, and a lot of us can figure out the next part of the story. Yes. They went for a very, very long time before they had a comparable offer Mm -hmm. to the first one. Yes. And then she said to me, I learned to let it go. Mm -hmm. She learned to trust God. Yes. And then she said the house sold very quickly after that. Mm. We need to learn to let God have control of our lives.
1: You know, there's no way that we're going to truly be successful in this life other than doing that, allowing God to control us.
0: We need to give up our will to Mm -hmm. his will. We do. And that's not saying become mindless drones. No. It's just saying we can't do it ourselves.
1: That's right. You know, Jeremiah long ago said that man's way is not in himself.
0: Yes. We
1: need God's guidance in our lives.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And our time is up for today, so we're going to have to stop here. Come back and pick up at this point next time. We just appreciate our listeners so much. We hope that this is striking a chord with you, this study. It is so down to earth and relevant for every one of us in our personal lives. We hope that it's helping you to refocus and we do hope that we'll hear from you and that you'll allow us the opportunity to send you that free Bible study so that you can learn how to become more in tune with God's will for your life. It is absolutely free, we'll take care of the postage Why don't you contact us right now?